Hello, geeks everywhere, and welcome to another Geeks Crossing podcast. I'm Eric. Come on, Matt. You were supposed to say that. Uh, I am Nick. It is just us two today. Come on, you know. It is the boys are back. The duo. The dynamic duo. The unstoppable. Your two favorite geeks here and now. Myself, Eric, and Matt. Oh, yeah. Wait, Nick's there, wow. too. <laughs> Matt's not even here. You know, I'm here. I'm the one who shows up. I'm the best. Matt's here in spirit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, whatever. He's not even interested in this topic. <laughs> I don't blame him. Who is interested in this topic? We are going over a very interesting concept that Disney is going through, and it is the live-action remakes. This will kind of be like how we feel about them, I guess, our reviews of each. I mean, some of them do have their charms, while others, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what better way to rank them than by doing a tier list? So we have most of them. The reason I say most of them is because there were a few handful of Disney remakes back in like, what, the late 1990s, early 2000s, but I don't really count those. Yeah, true. To deal with this tier list, Nick and I are going to start with Alice in Wonderland and then end with their most recent atrocity, that being Pinocchio. Yes. And for our letters for this tier list, we have A tier meaning great, B tier meaning good, C tier meaning average, D tier meaning bad, and F tier meaning trash. Let's actually make a trash one. Mulan has a special place there. <laughs> All right, scratch that. After it... F tier, trash tier. Just for Mulan, though. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that when we get to that. All right. So to start it off, we have the one that started it all, Alice in Wonderland, that came out, I believe, in 2010. I actually liked it, believe it or not. Honestly, same. It was their first introduction to a live-action adaptation, and they did really well with it, in my mind. Yeah, even though it was an adaption, it felt more like a continuation because it's literally an adult version of Alice going back to Wonderland. I would put it, I guess, in a B. I don't want to call it an A. I don't know. I feel like it's probably one of the better live action, so I'm going to say B for me. Because it's not terrible, but it's not great. Yeah, I feel the same way. I do like some of the visuals, but the acting became too over the top in my opinion. But yeah, I think B tier is solid. It's not good. It's not great, like you said, Nick. And then the next one is Maleficent from 2014. I'm kind of split with that movie. So am I. I thought it was a good, but it could have been better. Because it's definitely like an interesting story. Because I think... I don't remember Sleeping Beauty that much. But I don't think we get Maleficent's side of the story. And that was kind of an interesting take. It's basically their way of making Maleficent more sympathetic. Yeah. It's a fine concept in theory, but execution-wise... I don't know, the characters we're supposed to root for, they're just treated as mean-spirited and shit. I don't know, it's a little unnerving, but the visuals are nice, though. The weird relationship between her and, I believe her name's Aurora, right? Is the the princess in that movie? Yeah, easily the most blandest of all the Disney princesses. Like, she's literally the reason she falls into a slumber, and, like, they're trying to pair her off as, like, oh, they're friendly, like, they don't really have beef with one another. I was like, eh. So I would put it in, like, a honestly, a D or a C. Yeah, I was thinking D. Sorry for those who actually like this movie. It's not my cup of tea. Angelina Jolie definitely carries as Maleficent. Like, she's a great actress. She really carries the role. But the movie itself was very mediocre. Oh, yeah. You could be in a shitty movie and still give a great performance, which is a recurring gag with most of these remakes. Yeah, that's true. All right, next we have Cinderella, I believe, which was back in 2015. Um... 
I'm thinking I think it C. was C. Yeah, you and I right there. It was definitely an interesting take on the topic of it, and it was like, you know, a cool story. I just didn't think it had the magical like vibe as the original. The one thing I did appreciate from that movie was that they gave the prince an actual personality. Like, he was that very is- bland in the anime feature. Also, what was weird for me was seeing Helena Baum Carter, I believe her name is. Yeah, she was the good fairy. Meanwhile, after X amount of years in the Harry Potter franchise, she was so evil. So that was like her next role after Harry Potter, from what I remember. And it was just such a twist to see her being good instead of just evil. That's interesting. Still need to keep up with the Harry Potter movies. I'm behind two movies. They'll catch up. It's okay. So I'd say it's a C. Actually, you know, I remembered. Didn't you and I see this in theaters? We did. We did. And I remembered during the scene where Cinderella get locked in her bedroom, Nick, you turned to me and said, yo, why is this bitch singing to herself? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, that's something I would say. I just found it funny because, you know, it's true. In the original movie, she was begging to be left out. But in this movie, oh, I'm trapped, whatevs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. C tier, and how fitting because this movie starts with C. Jungle Book, honestly, A. That that is my favorite. Oh yeah, definitely A tier because not only did it borrow elements from the original movie, but also from the source material. Dude, you got such a killer cast too. Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson, and you got Christopher Walken as the giant monkey. Come on, all star cast right there. Not to mention great action sequences. Mowgli wasn't a whiny little shit, unlike in the original movie. When I was re-watching that movie, you gotta give credit to this kid. He's literally acting in front of a just green screens. Like, it's just him on set. I was just about to say, the kid was literally <laughs> talking to himself throughout the whole movie. Credit he, to him for an, like as an actor. So yeah, it goes without saying, Jungle Book, easily eights here in my eyes. Plus, the musical numbers were so good. I loved Bare Necessities. I liked, um... I Want to Be Like You. Yeah. Even though it happens right the hell out of nowhere, Christopher Walken gave it 100%. He did. He really did. All right, next we have Peach Dragon. I haven't even seen the original, nor the anime, like, the live action, so I can't say anything about this, which is weird. I didn't like it, to be honest with you. Okay. So what would you put it, C or D? Honestly, probably F. Wow. I I really didn't like it, because... The conflicts were forced in. The CGI and the dragon looked awful. And plus, the original had, well, it wasn't good, but at least it was fun to watch. Like, they made fun with what they had to work with. This was just tried to be too serious, and it was unnerving. So, gotta put it in F tier. Okay. All right, next we have Alice Through the Looking Glass. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. <laughs> it's very forgettable. I, I feel like it was very, very disappointing compared to the original, which is why it belongs in, like, D or F tier. Oh, no. The whole reason this movie exists is just so they can cash in on the characters. That, that's true. I didn't care for it. It was a time wizard or whatever, right? He was the only new character they added. Like, everybody else, they already got their moment to shine in the first movie. Hey, remember Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter? Well, guess what? He's the main focus now. But the thing is... Was also, he depressed? Yeah. <laughs> And then they added that time travel bullshit, and I was like, what even is this movie anymore? So yeah, I really didn't like this movie. I put it in D behind Maleficent. Yeah, that's fair. I'll put it in D. Beauty and the Beast is next. That I actually liked. That should be in B tier, but like behind Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, even though a lot of people criticize this movie for being a shot-for-shot remake, I give it credit for the new stuff they added. Like, we never heard what happened to Bella's mother in the original movie. 
they also gave a story to the beast like him as an actual character it was kind of nice and then i i like they kind of keep to the original source material i really don't like it when live action movies try and just be like okay we know a b and c happened but let's make d and f let's make a new tier and kind of go this way with it and it's like no eh. i see what you tried to do but you were just terrible at doing it the curse made everybody trapped in time so to speak it made yeah, things was... more interesting plus honestly i'm a big fan of emma watson i've always been since harry potter so for me she was my like first crush i guess as a kid like when you know going to the theater you're like oh my god that person's very pretty so she was my first big screen crush i guess I respect Emma, that. If you, Emma, if you're listening, uh, uh, hi. <laughs> Give us a shout out. Yeah. Please, you'd be helping us out. All right, so Beauty and the Beast goes in the beats here. Next, we have Christopher Robin. Like, I guess it is live action, but it's not a retelling of it. <sighs> See, it's so weird. Because, like, I literally just said I hate when stories try and be like, oh, let's go off the beaten trail. But I guess this didn't really copy source material. It kind of had the original characters, and then made a story around them. Yeah, what would happen if Pooh interacted with an adult Christopher Robin? i say A, to be honest. That was, that was like, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. How can you be mad at Winnie the Pooh? Exactly. You... Now, before or after Jungle Book? I put it behind Jungle Book. Yeah, I could see that. I like the musicals a little bit more. Plus, Brad Garrett as Eeyore, he was easily the best part of the movie. Wait, it's got a weapon? <laughs> Mary Poppins Returns, I believe, is next, right? Are we counting that? It's a remake, but it's mostly a sequel, so I don't know if we should count it. Okay, so then we'll breeze over that, and we will go to, what, Dumbo, I think, was next? Or uh, Maleficent 2? I believe Dumbo was next. That movie broke my heart, to be honest. Live-action elephants being big sad, but it was just... It wasn't that good. Like, I like the original much better. I put it in, like, (laughs) much like the name, in a D tier. I mean, here's the thing. When you compare Dumbo to other big Disney movies, like Beauty and the Beast... Jungle Book, Alice in Wonderland. In my opinion, Dumbo isn't nearly as popular, so giving it a live-action remake doesn't really give it much justice. Correct me if I'm wrong with this. Didn't Dumbo just carry one particular feather? Like, it wasn't yeah. always a different feather that and he plus, needed? And I probably shouldn't mention this, but the first 25% of the movie is literally the entirety of, of the anime movie. The rest of the 75% is just useless garbage. That's true. But... I did like Michael Keenan and Danny DeVito's performances. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you got Danny DeVito. Honestly, I really want to put it in C just because of Danny DeVito. <laughs> I was going to put it in D, but... Nah, nah, keep it in D. D for Dumbo. Should I put it in front of Alistair Looking Glass, Maleficent, or somewhere in between? Probably in the middle. I'd rather watch that over Alice in the Looking Glass, but I'd probably watch Maleficent more than Dumbo. Next, I believe, is Aladdin. Wow, just going to blow over Maleficent 2? That came out in 2019. So did Aladdin The Lion King. That is true. Wow, 2019 was a year for remakes. Wait, hold on. I think there's like five of them, bro. Yeah, Lady and the Tramp, Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo, and uh, Maleficent 2. Wow. And they all were terrible. (laughs) 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 Aladdin You're not wrong to an extent. Jafar was easily the worst character in the movie because he was so whiny and he wasn't threatening at all. Yeah, I, I didn't like Jafar. He was just boring. Not to mention, Iago wasn't a wisecracking parrot like in the original movie. I was like, what did you do to Iago? Who played the original bird? Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey, yes. The fact that like they didn't bring him back for the role was really annoying. I loved him. He was perfect for that parrot. But um, he was. I didn't like the genie. 
it's not fair to say that I didn't like the genie because Will Smith definitely put in a performance for the role, especially coming from Robin Williams being the last person to play it. But I don't know. I didn't feel something magical about him like I did Robin Williams being the genie. Yeah, for me, it's a little unnerving because have you seen Will Smith's latest movies before this one? They all had a serious tone. So for him to play a goofy character like the genie dispense my disbelief, you know? Yeah, I liked him singing Prince Ali, but I did not like him singing Friend Like Me. Like, it was even comparable to Robin Williams' version. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it in, like, C tier, because it's still a good, like, movie for music-wise, but it's not good. The only good thing about this movie is it has jams. Oh, yeah, we got jams. <laughs> what do you plan to buy? You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's time for The Lion King. The one I that everybody want... raged over. I want to throw it in A tier because it was literally a copy and paste of the original, just live action. But that's the thing. It's not even live action. It's literally CGI. It's their best version of live action. I love Lion King <laughs> and the fact that they did not touch anything in the story. They just kept it the exact same to almost the exact T. The only perfect. thing they added was Nala trying to escape Pride Rock and... Simba just yeah. chilling in that oasis or whatever it was called. I will say A tier, but I kind of want to hear what, what you think. I was going to say B tier. I mean, it's kind of the same thing I feel about Beauty and the Beast, where, you know, I do like the changes, but at the end of the day, it's still a shot-for-shot shot remake, you know? I love that. I will take that, because that was my favorite Disney movie, which a lot of people are like, what? How? You watch the dad die? I'm like, every, every family member dies in a Disney movie. Come on. Oh, yeah. But... It's one of the <laughs> Disney commandments. Exactly. Uh, so I'll put it in, if we're going to do B, I would say before Alice in Wonderland. All right, fair enough. Like the high B tier. Behind Alice in Wonderland, but in front of Beauty and the Beast. Now we get to Maleficent 2. Oh, jeez, that movie. I, I erased it from my mind. That movie was shit. Yeah, she was like, oh, in the first one, we're good. And then in the next one, she's like, nah, I found right. this guy. I'm pretty sure it was literally she found a guy and was like, I like him. Well, only because the guy's mom forced a conflict between her and Maleficent that she went batshit crazy again. Yeah. I'm thinking F tier because not even the visuals and action sequences can save this movie for me. Yeah, that's fair. But I'll put it behind Peach Dragon because at least it wasn't as bad, but still pretty bad. Lady and the Tramp. Pretty sure this movie launched with Disney Plus, didn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Don't quote me. I'm pretty sure, though. I thought it was okay. I I would put it in like a B or C tier. I don't really remember much of it. It's kind of like washed away from my mind, even though it's literally been only like two years. Yeah, from what I remembered, it does borrow some elements from the movie. I mean, I do remember what's her face and Sarah, who's played by Helen from Drake and Josh for some reason. <laughs> she didn't have a big enough role compared to her anime counterparts. And I remember they tried forcing that dog catcher to be the main villain. Yeah, I do remember that a bit. I would put it in D tier, to be honest, in the way back, but that's me. I don't I don't really remember much of it, and that kind of shows why it's in D, because there's nothing memorable about it for me. Yeah, it's pretty forgettable at the end of the day. I'll compromise for D tier. I'm just trying to figure out where to put it. I don't know, is your call? I'll put it before Dumbo. So, like, in D tier, it would be Maleficent, Lady and the Tramp, Dumbo, Alice in the Looking Glass. Fair enough. All right. Everybody's favorite live-action remake. It goes in the trash. No Mushu, no thank you. No music, no thank you. No Make a Man Out of You, no thank you. That is one of the greatest Disney songs ever to come out in, like, movie history. And you scrap it? Why? That is such a good song. Because kids don't care about musical numbers. They care about kick-ass scenes and violence. 
wasn't the villain able to turn into a dragon or something? She was able to like transform. I don't know some bullshit like that. Look, I've only, I've only seen it once, so. But like, ugh. all right. Next we have Corella. Eh. That I liked. Did it was like a mix. Have you ever seen Devil's Wear Prada? Probably doubt it. It's like nope. more of like a yeah. I think I've seen it once or twice with my girlfriend, and it's like this fashion clothing like movie. I don't know. My and... problem with it, it's literally just Maleficent, just with Corella in her shoes. Like, they try to make her more sympathetic, and there's a lot of petty conflicts that I quickly got bored of. Yeah, but, like, actually, yeah, wow. They really do humanize her to be able... But, like, did she even hate dogs in this movie? Like, Well, she, she liked just... a dog. Yeah, she hated people, but, like, I don't understand. Good movie if it wasn't named Cruella, I guess, maybe. The only thing I liked about that movie was the fact that Stingray from Cobra Kai played Horus. Because I was watching it, and I was like, holy shit, it's Stingray. I want to put it in C tier, but behind Aladdin, but I don't know if I'd watch it over... Eh, yeah, no, I would. No, no, on the way back is C. Like, I'd rather watch Aladdin or Cinderella before Cruella. Got it. And now, our final atrocity, Pinocchio. What the hell was their idea with this movie? Well, they tried to stay true to the original movie, but tried to make it trendy... And less controversial. I don't really remember the original too well. Oh, the but original movie was a masterpiece. Like I'm pretty sure even, Geppetto had more lines than just saying Pinocchio. And it's not just that. It literally taught you about moral complexities and shows that your actions do have consequences. But this movie, when we get to the important scenes, like, you know, getting trapped in Stromboli's cage, Pleasure Island, they literally skim by it. It's like, hey, you've already seen that shit. Let's just move on to more useless garbage that you probably don't care about. Like, I was watching this movie. It was on Pleasure Island for, like, two seconds. The boat ride and then and then the, the pool table. And that was, that was it. I thought there yeah. was more in the original. Oh, yeah, there was. I mean, the only thing I do like about that movie is the sense of realism. Because, you know, Pinocchio is criticized for being a puppet, which is real. Of course people will criticize him. I say that as if people see a walking, talking fox and cat walking the streets and don't Literally. give two shits. The inconsistency in that was stupid. And they disappeared after like two seconds. I remember them being like a menace, I'm pretty sure. Not to mention the Blue Fairy. She had a big role in the original movie too. And this one, she only appeared for like 10 minutes. Also, why the hell did they make Monstro a sea monster? Oh my god, he looks like the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 monster in the beginning of the movie. Oh, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I shit you not, in one scene, Pinocchio does a superhero landing. I don't remember that. I just watched the movie. It was when after he got eaten, he got flung in the air, and before he landed on the boat, he does like a superhero landing. I'm like, bro, are you trying to audition for the Avengers? No, but like, I'm looking at pictures of the Guardians of the Galaxy monster, and it's literally uh, the whale. The donkey transformation scene. That traumatized me as a kid. But here, Literally, I was about to say, it wasn't really traumatizing. It was just like, okay, growing was, ears, cool. I don't know where to put this. Honestly, F tier, probably. I was going to put it in D, but thinking about it now, probably up tier. After Mulan, it's probably my least favorite movie. But there were a few things I liked, such as the realism, so I'm willing to put it above Pete's dragon. I didn't like that he didn't become a real boy in the end of it. It's heavily implied that it happened. It is heavily implied, but like, in the original one, uh, you see her be like, oh, you showed all the qualities of being a real boy. And she gives him the wish, and then... Here, it's just, then, we're supposed to assume this wish was granted. Yeah. And not to mention, Jiminy Cricket, he barely contributed. Oh my god, yeah, no. He, he was trapped in that glass bottle for the whole movie. Because in the original movie, he was supposed to help guide Pinocchio. Here, he barely did anything. 
Yeah, didn't Pinocchio ask him a lot of questions in the original? Pretty much. But the That's writers were like, hey, you've already seen the movie. You already know what to expect. And let's be real. That ballerina, she really didn't contribute much. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at the upcoming movie projects to jump the gun here. We got Peter Pan and Wendy, which I saw the trailer. It didn't give much away, but I'm excited. I always love Peter Pan iterations. Little Mermaid, I'm skeptical. I'll go see it because it's a Disney movie. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Lilo and Stitch, which is going to be weird as all hell to see. I'm already imagining a shitty CGI version of Stitch. I'm so scared because he's so fluffy and cute in the original, and I just don't want to see them butcher him to be like, oh, he looks like an alien now. But like, eh. Hunchback of Notre Dame, which I, I honestly, I forget the original. Bambi, that's going to be heartbreaking. Hey kids, remember Bambi's mom's death? Now I get to see a more accurate representation of it. Robin Hood and Hercules. Robin Hood? I'm surprised Disney themselves remembers that movie. Seriously. But yeah, to recap the tier list, we have A tier consisting of Jungle Book and Christopher Robin. B tier consisting of Alice in Wonderland, The Lion King, and Beauty and the Beast. C tier, Cinderella, Aladdin, and Cruella. D tier, Maleficent, Lady and the Tramp, Dumbo, and Alice Through the Looking Glass. F tier, Pinocchio, Peach Dragon, and Maleficent, The Mistress of Evil. Of all evil, whatever the hell it's called. It's very forgettable. And trash here, Mulan. <laughs> I love how it's trash. You asked for it, and I delivered it. No, it is. I will say, though, the scenery for it is very pretty. Like, it's actually a very pretty movie to view. But that's yeah. it. That's literally all it has going for it. So the next live-action movie will be The Little Mermaid, I believe. Or no, Peter Pan and Wendy might come out first. But regardless, Nick and I will probably do a review on it. Oh, we definitely will. These next few movies... 100%. I really loved Peter Pan growing up, and I liked the little... I, I don't love, but I liked The Little Mermaid. I liked the song Kiss the Girl. Good song. La 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 la. <laughs> my oh my. <laughs> God, I can't wait to see how badly they butchered that song. It depends on who they have as the crab. But until then, how would you guys rank the Disney remakes? You can tell us on our Discord server, and follow us on Instagram, at Geeks Crossing. Continue to support us on all available listening platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer. And if you can't get enough of us geeks, check out Nuclear Bacons, CryptoWalk Games, E-Man the Legendary, and of course, Carabyte, featuring our secret fit member, Tyler, who had the nerve to miss out on this tier list. He would have been interesting to t- see on this tier list. Also, tell your friends and family about us, especially any Disney fans you know in your life. But more importantly... Stay true to your geek selves. Bye-bye.